0: Hey, how you doing? I'm back. bitches. (laughs) That was harsh. Um, Hi guys. How's it going? I am back, I guess. That's what you want to call it. I have crawled out of my lovely cave and I am now wonderfully getting back into the swing, swing of things. If I sound a little weird, it's probably because I'm hopped up on some sort of medicine. It has been a wild few weeks, guys. It really has. So, what's been up? (laughs) So, you know, just to uh, throw a little backstory on this. I actually genuinely was sick for a while. (laughs) I had, like, swelling in my tonsils or something like that, so... Speaking was super out of the question, as well as doing anything enjoyable, to be perfectly honest. Um, (laughs) And then the weather changed, and I got some weird cold. Then I got a new job. So yeah, my time has been completely and totally booked up. But not booked up at the same time because I kind of fell into this black abyss of self-loathing. And I did not feel like recording on top of, you know, being sick and everything, like, like actually being sick. Yeah, I just didn't feel like recording. Even when I got better, I just didn't feel it. And... My son was even like, mom, are you going to record? Why'd you stop recording? <laughs> I had to kind of realize, especially after he asked me today, I'm recording right now. It's the 19th. It is a Wednesday and I don't know when I'm going to release this episode. Probably Friday, but I am re- trying to work on reworking my schedule because A lot of people didn't really get a chance to listen on Fridays but they were listening on the weekends and they were listening during the week oddly enough so I know Fridays are like party days for people so I don't know I might release tomorrow morning who knows but I I feel like it just took the right amount of fuckery to (laughs) get me back in the mood to record (laughs) In in saying that, so much has gone on since I released my last episode. Last episode was released on the 3rd of January. So I've basically missed an entire month recording and talking to you guys. So for those awesome uh, people that were listening and the awesome 10 people that followed... (laughs) And the people who continued actually to listen to the, you know, episodes that I had recorded so far, I thank you very much for going back and listening to uh, the episodes. Um, I know it's Epstein got a lot of views or a lot of listens and also got a lot of comments as well. And then uh, the last episode got a pretty good amount of people listening to it. Even after I stopped recording, I noticed that people were still going back and listening to the episodes, so thank you so much. If I do fall into... Oops, spoon fell. Um, If I do fall into, you know, my little moments of, like, my little mood or, like, my tiny little moments of depression, then... (laughs) I will be sure to still record and I probably, you'll probably hear the emotion deep within me. That's what she said. Anywho, so a lot of things have been going on lately, like a lot of shit. There is a virus going around named after a beer that most people don't drink. So um, there's that (laughs) and of course I live in San Antonio. So the fucking hilarious part about that is that, um, not the part about people being sick or anything like that, but um, the funny part about that is because I do live in a military city with military bases, it's kind of become, one of the bases has kind of become a hub for the sick and infected. So (laughs) that's fun, and that has been kind of a topic of conversation going around San Antonio Uh, The memes are ridiculous. The internet is still undefeated. But yeah, so the the ones with the beer bottles with the masks on next to the corona bottles are really hilarious, actually. Although there are some memes that are, you know, sliding in pockets of racism. So... (laughs) Like the Disney Princess one. I saw a Disney Princess one. I don't know if you guys um, saw it. But I did see a Disney Princess one that, of course, had all the Disney princesses. And they're all, you know, happy and smiling and whatever. But um, all of them have masks on except for Mulan. It says, sorry, Mulan. Can't take any chances or something. um, Because she's from China, of course. Um, So, Yeah. Slid right into that pocket of racism. That was very interesting. There, um, I did not laugh at that one. Uh, the The corona the corona bottles are pretty funny, but I don't know when she starts sliding into alienating people, it gets a little weird. But all that aside, I do hope everybody is you know safe, happy, healthy. All that um, there are, there are also a few tragedies that have struck, you know, around. Um, one being the death of Kobe Bryant and uh, Gigi Bryant, his daughter. I yeah, that one that one hit pretty hard. I have been, I am of course from California, so I've been a Laker girl since I was born basically. So that one hit me pretty hard. And I thought about recording then um, and kind of giving my opinion on everything that's been going on with that. But honestly, I'm kind of glad I saved it. So anyone who's listening to this episode, this is going to be kind of a long episode because I will be touching on on the 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 elephant in the room when it comes to Kobe Bryant. But I do want to, you know, kind of stop and say for a second, you know, um, rest in power and peace to Kobe and Gigi. Um, Janet Dubois, who just recently passed away yesterday, also Esther Scott, and uh, Pop Smoke also passed away very recently within the past uh, 24 hours or so. Those Those were tragedies within the... Within the community, two of the youngest people, a part of that were uh, Gigi Bryant and Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke was only 20. Gigi Bryant was 13, I guess. Yeah, 13. So, yeah, that's a bit of a somber moment. And to kind of, like, segue into that, everything surrounding the Kobe Bryant situation showed a lot about people, (laughs) Like a lot. Lots of people mourned, of course. But also, the day of, I saw jokes going around and like memes going around about, you know, Kobe finally passes and it was, you know, him passing a ball versus him, you know, passing death or going with death or something. That was, that was, that was a lot to look at and it was very insensitive and extremely disgusting to see within hours of someone passing away people making jokes about that person dying um not only that a thing that i have noticed also um attached to the you know Kobe Bryant situation honestly i have heard a lot about the other victims who were in the helicopter as well. One of which was Gigi's uh, basketball coach. The others were mothers, daughters, fathers, her teammates. Um, They passed away too. Like they died in that too. Um, A lot of people were making jokes about Kobe Bryant and speaking specifically about Kobe and even neglecting to even mention his daughter. Which I think in context, when you're speaking about uh, a, a legend like Kobe Bryant passing away, I think a lot of people tend to focus on him and forget the other people. I would also like to take a moment to say, you know, rest in peace to those passenger other passengers that did pass away too, and all the families that were involved that lost parents there are there are three children, I think, without parents because both of their parents were in that helicopter crash, and one of their siblings, Gigi's siblings and her mother are left that that was that was a lot, yeah. Um, Also, following the wake of, you know, Kobe and Gigi's death and the helicopter crash in itself um, were a lot of debates on Kobe's character, especially speaking about the sexual assault allegations from 2003, and a lot were in defense, but a lot was people saying that he deserved to die. I saw that a lot and I even saw one person be bold enough to say that you know they're sad that everyone else had to be collateral damage for uh, Kobe's mistakes. That is fucking horrible. Like legitimately probably one of the worst things you could probably ever say about children passing away or about. Parents leaving their children, uh, leaving their children behind. Husbands, wives, all that. That's just fucked up, man. Like, for people who are not familiar, I'll touch on it a little bit, but I'm not gonna like dwell on it. To be perfectly honest, because a lot surrounded that case. A lot of speculation. A lot of questions were unanswered in that case and of course everything was dismissed but the the young lady in question my apologies i did not find what her name was but a a lot of people were either attacking the woman in question or they were attacking kobe people who were in defense of kobe after he passed away tried to flip it and attack her, said that she was crazy, all that other thing, all that other stuff. In situations when you're dealing with someone who does have a mental illness like schizophrenia, which this young lady uh, apparently does have, schizophrenia, sometimes things may not be as it seems. Also, in situations like that, if you have had past traumas, sometimes you get random flashbacks and sometimes shit pops into your head at the most inappropriate and in horrible horrible ways so from what I researched on everything I did have to go back and research because again it was in 2003 I was I was very young in 2003 but I do remember the case vividly because I what I was and still am a very big fan of Kobe Bryant and the things that the good things that he has done in his life a quote from Kobe after the charges were dropped on him and the case was dismissed loosely stated, said he wanted to apologize to the young woman involved and he wanted to apologize for his behavior and the consequences that she suffered. He also wanted to make it clear that he didn't question the motives of, you know, of her at all and that he was very apologetic on his misconception of the night and her her perception of the night. When it comes to a situation like that where you, one, already have this man doing something wrong in the first place, which he was cheating on his wife at the time of this incident occurring, um, the alleged rape occurring, and in that In that moment, something went wrong for both of them. I do believe that. Something went wrong for both of them. And it turned into something that clearly opened up Kobe Bryant's eyes, especially with his wife and then him following up and having four daughters. Um, after that. And I have heard, you know, celebrity friends of his saying that you could you could see a shift from the Kobe Bryant in 2003 or prior to 2003 to the Kobe Bryant before he passed away. People around him could see a shift. People around him could see a change. Um, I don't know Kobe Bryant personally. I didn't know Kobe Bryant personally, so who's to say that you know he did or did not do this um I think it was ill-timed for hours following his death and the death of his daughter and the death of the other people in that helicopter I think it was extremely ill-timed to attack the dead man To be perfectly honest, that's all I'm going to say on that. That's all I really want to say on that. Um, I have my opinions on several different uh, situations in Hollywood, I guess. Kind of a flip side of everything. um, Not involving rape, of course, but um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. uh, The flip side of, you know, I get politics when it comes to celebrities. Amber Heard accused Johnny Depp of domestic violence and just based on just the accusation alone Johnny Depp was fired from his projects and he was dismissed from roles and uh, he lost a lot of livelihood off of allegations even though since those allegations have been actually proven to be fictional um, and not only fictional but turned out that Amber Heard herself was the abuser in the situation which I think if you're going to have this type of this type of conversation it needs to be said that not just women could be abused and not just women can be attacked, men could also be attacked, men could also be abused, men could be in domestic violence situations and not leave. The same could be said on the flip side. However, what I feel in that situation is wrong and and it shows the light. I guess it shows the light on the double standard in Hollywood, not only when it comes to women in sexual assault or women in domestic violence situations, but when it comes to men in sexual assault and domestic violence situations. Johnny Depp still has not, you know, received his job back. They're also, I guess, what Disney is trying to continue the Pirates of the Caribbean um, franchise without Johnny Depp still, even though it has been proven that he was innocent of the um, accusations that Amber Heard put on, placed on him. It turned out that she was the one doing the abusing and she has not lost one job yet. I, I think in several situations when women are questioned for the truth or men are questioned men are questioned for the truth and when the flip side is put out there there's no repercussions because of the, the the status of the celebrity I guess I don't know I I just feel like that is that is wrong if uh On the flip side of things, if everybody wants everything to be equal and wants everything to be recognized for what it is, if a woman lies just to ruin the life of a man, this isn't any situation. And a lot of women may not agree with me. I really could care less. But fair is fair. If in any situation a woman lies on a man to A, seek attention, B, seek some sort of profit, C, seek some sort of revenge. If anyone lacks the basic maturity to walk away from a situation without having to destroy or tarnish someone's name, they should be held accountable for that, men and women, you should be held accountable for it johnny depp got fired off of accusations she should get fired for it actually being proven that she did what she did in the kobe bryant situation the young lady refused to testify she refused to take a rape kit she refused a lot of things um and Were caught, she was caught in several lies during the course of the case, and ultimately it was the reason why the case was dropped in the first place. That is extremely hard for me to not be upset by. One, as a victim of assault, and two, as a woman, I can't understand how or why any woman would lie and go to that depth of an extreme to gain something or anything. I personally can't understand that. Um, as a woman, as a victim of sexual assault, we are already heavily questioned when... It comes to men of power, um, men in a status position, or men in general. So it makes it more difficult for the women who have actually gone through that. Um, It makes it more difficult for women to come forward when you have women that are out there that are purely after revenge or whatever and that do lie because there have been cases that have been proven that women have lied. I'm not saying that this young lady in the Kobe case lied at all by any means. I'm not defending Kobe by any means. But what I'm saying is in the cases where women have proven to, act, to have lied, I feel like there should be some sort of consequence and repercussions for those women. Just like there should be consequences and repercussions for the men. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to say on that one. (laughs) I can, I can hear the angry screams right now. But to be perfectly honest, the truth is, the truth and fair is fair. Because it makes it harder for women to come forward. It makes it harder for women to be taken seriously it's already hard for us to be taken seriously it's even harder when you do have people out there lying about shit and um profiting off of those lies but you know whatever uh (laughs) so um segue into that interestingly enough i literally within the past you know 24 hours have gone through a Facebook debate with a person that I can just say is a fucking idiot. I don't know. I, I can't I really don't have the <laughs> I really don't have the the words to describe this person, you know, cho- however this person chooses to live their life. I really don't have the words to describe it so the initial comment was uh, this guy I knew in college he posted and frequently posts um, Bible verses to kind of fit this weird misogynistic agenda that he has and in this post in particular I I saw it I laughed hysterically I didn't really take him seriously I Try not to take him seriously whatsoever because you know. But the post is feminism is in all caps, uh, antichrist. If you are a feminist, you are against God and his order. There is no order, there is envy and strife. That's of Satan. God is the author of peace. Fall in line. First Corinthians 11, three, James three fourteen through 16. So after I laughed hysterically, um, I proceeded to make my comments, um, ask my questions. One question in particular was how how is femini- mis- feminism going against God exactly? Um, his response was to, you know, sum it up basically: that feminism goes against God because it goes against the man. Basically, saying that if you dare to have an opinion, or you dare to have a mind of your own as a woman. You are going against the man, therefore you are going against God. And then he proceeded to uh, increasingly use thou. And that was just, you know, whatever. But uh, to be perfectly honest, while I took that as the funniest joke ever as I took him as a joke um the thing that really set me off and to be perfectly honest he he asked you mad I was like yeah to be perfectly honest it pissed me off because instead of directing his aggression I would say towards women to all women or you know saying that, you know, all women who do this or, you know, whatever. This fool decided to... Now fuck that. This fucking idiot decided to direct his attention more so at black women than anything else. And um, I did post this on my personal Facebook page. Since I'm releasing this episode, I will actually post this on the Instagram as well, like the screenshots. Um, so you guys can see exactly just what pissed me off the most. The, the two posts in particular that just sent me completely over the top were, um, a, it was a picture of a very buff gentleman with, you know, muscles, tattoos. However, he was wearing a wig and full face of makeup and his post or the meme said, How I see you when you say you're a strong, black, independent woman who don't need a man for nothing. And the second post was also a man with his, you know, hair all done up and stuff like that. But his comment was, it's better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than a brawling woman in a wide house and the meme says how black women look arguing with black men to be perfectly honest this is where I'm gonna go on my rant and my tangent not even a tangent I'm gonna go on a fucking rant because and before you ask yourself self Was he also black? That is what pissed me off the most. He is black. What pisses me off is that in our community, and I'm going to speak to I'm going to speak to my black men now and my black women. In our community, we are the hardest and the most the most disrespectful to our own people. Black men, some black men, not all, a very selective type of black man will scrape their own asshole on concrete screaming about how the black woman is too loud, how she's too aggressive, how she's too this, how she's too that, how she's not ladylike, how she's trying to be a man, which this person frequently said in his posts. He even went so far as to tell other women in the post who did not agree with him that they couldn't protect a household like a man or they can't do things like a man can. And the point that is the most vile and disgusting And what makes men like that look like complete and other pieces of shit is the fact that you can so openly attack other black women in that way for being strong and independent and having some semblance of a brain that is not 100% what you think she should be saying or what you think she should be doing or how you think she should be acting will completely and totally railroad black women to get a fucking point across instead of admitting that you're just a misogynistic piece of shit. It absolutely baffles me. And then on top of on top of everything. It baffles me how you can continuously use Bible quotes and Bible verses to get your point across and use Christianity as some sort of shield to protect yourself from the quote-unquote strong black woman. In my opinion, in our community, in the black community, now this isn't everybody, So anybody that hears this and is like, you know, oh, Aubrey, you're going off, I am going off because I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about a select few. If you get offended, then I'm talking about you because people who are going to hear this are either going to agree, they're going to disagree, or have no opinion at all. If you disagree so strongly that you have to openly insult black women like that then i am talking about you you are the fucking problem men like that who take christianity and they use christianity as a tool to keep black women silent to condone the 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 put down the extreme put down of our black women of us because i wholeheartedly agree that as a black man, if you are you feel that strongly and you are putting down black women that badly, someone has hurt you, someone in your life has done something to you that completely and totally makes you feel like all black women who speak against whatever you're talking about or who have some sort of opinion are. Men in drag, basically. Or are trying to be these overly masculine figures in society. In my opinion, you are portraying us in the way that other races, predominantly racist fucking white people, perceive us. You are going along with the fucked up stereotypes of black women in Mamie costumes with red ass fucking lips and black skin. The women who were portrayed in comics as these gigantic, huge, overly masculine creatures, some fucked up figment of imagination trying to put down the black woman for being strength for her family, for her household, for her fucking community. So yeah, I was extremely pissed, still extremely pissed, especially looking back on it. Men like that, they're not looking for love. They're not looking for dual respect in a relationship. They're looking to control a woman. They're looking to have her solely for his property. They throw out words like, we're too ghetto to diminish the strength that we possess. But as I said in one of my comments, men like that, with the flick of your ball sack, will fucking fall over and crumble. But yet and still, you want to completely and totally railroad the strength of black women. It's baffling to me, the fact that there are still men like that that exist. Now, don't get me wrong. You have your preferences on who you like, who you don't like. That's completely and totally fine. But keep those preferences to a level of fucking respect. You don't have to try to diminish an entire group of women. Clearly, the strength of a woman intimidates this guy and guys like him. Clearly, a woman having an opinion of any sort, of any kind, intimidates you. And I genuinely do feel sorry for men like that. Because either you haven't experienced the love of a black woman... Whether it be your mother, your grandmother, your aunt, your cousin, your sister, your daughter. Or you will never experience the love of a strong black woman. But I mean, then again, if you're not looking for love and you're just looking for control, you don't really give a shit who you're controlling. You don't give a shit who you're trying to put down. You just put down, control, repeat. Rinse and repeat. And then... Another thing that wholeheartedly pisses me off is the fact that it's February 19th. Fucking February 19th. We're in Black History Month, and it seems like a lot of other black people feel the extreme need to attack and demean other black people who are doing something that's slightly different from anything else? Dwayne Wade, for example. I have been honestly. I have been. I've made comments about it on my own page, like my own personal page. I haven't put anything up really on the um, the uh, Facebook or the Instagram for uh, TVR, but it is super fucking crazy to me how people can so openly and so just proudly proudly call Dwayne Wade gay say that he's a bad dad say that he's I literally saw someone said that say that he is li- Dwayne Wade is trying to live his life through his son which correction Dwayne Wade's daughter. That is how she prefers to be referred to. And that's what people should respect. I've also seen people make comments about how as an 11 or 12 year old, you don't know what you want sexually. But interestingly enough, and I applaud my friend James for making this point. James posted... At what age did you find yourself sexually attracted to the opposite sex? Or the same sex? Because honestly, there were comments for both. I saw, including my own, numbers as, as young as five years old, four years old, eight years old, nine years old, ten years old, eleven, twelve. I've also seen people praising People like Greta Thornburg and uh, Marseille for being so mature and so so adult about the way they go about their business. Marseille is the youngest producer in Hollywood history. Greta is a activist for. The planet, Marseilles fourteen, Greta sixteen. But as soon as it's something that you can't wrap your head around understanding, oh no, that's wrong. Let let children be children. But it's it. A lot of people seem to forget that when you were ch- when you were a child or when you were children, a lot of people were doing shit sexually as fucking children, and then go online or go on their Facebook pages. And pretend like they were fucking saints. Or even say, no, I wasn't a saint. But in today's society, dot, dot, dot. In today's society, children are still being kidnapped. Children are still being murdered. Children are still on the streets starving. But instead of focusing on those things and trying to make those things better. And trying to make children stay children in that way of innocence. In that way. We're focusing on those children that are coming out, being themselves, and actually being supported by their parents. Here's the thing that kills me. In our community, again, speaking to my other black people that are listening, in our community, we deal with so much stigma and stereotype of the black father not being present, the black father not being supportive, not being loving, not being open, not giving a shit. We are faced with so many stereotypes and we place so many stereotypes on most of our black men. Some of those men feed into that stereotype. Some of those men are not present for their children. Some of those men are not loving towards their children. Some men don't give a shit and they're not there at all. But here you have a man like Dwayne Wade. He is not only supporting his child, he's not only loving his child, but he is accepting his child for who that child wants to be in their life. Just like what Magic Johnson supports his son for who he wants to be. And I get it. A lot of parents have difficulty with the initial acceptance. And... Dwayne Wade even came out and said that he had a little difficulty with the initial acceptance. Magic Johnson had difficulty initially accepting. But the same people that I see on Facebook talking about, you know, watching RuPaul's Drag Race and watching Pose and watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or watching shows that have black men... Black gay men, black queer men, black transgender men on those shows, shedding tears for those men and those women, showing some sort of signs of acceptance, shedding tears for when children kill themselves because they are being bullied for being who they are or they're being bullied for someone that they love or they're being bullied for existing in general. After all of that, after all the tears shed, after all the snaps, after the yes, girl, yes. After all of that, up and down my timeline, I have seen nothing but the very same black people giving Dwayne Wade the worst shit for being the polar opposite of these fucked up ass men out here that would either beat their children, kick their children out on the street, not accept their children, not love their children, or just not be there at all, for being the exact opposite. Dwayne Wade is being called gay. He's being called weak. He's being called one of the main problems in the community and in society. Yet and still, I'll hear, let a child be a child, let a child be a child. And then see twerking videos of a fucking four-year-old on Worldstar. Or see parents passing blunts to their fucking kids. Or parents just stifling their kids' creativity in general. I even saw one post where someone called homosexuality and transgender evil spirits that reside within these people and how it's biblically and morally wrong. Why are we still holding on to something that was one written by men who gave less than two shits about the welfare and security of women? Why are we still holding on so hard to something that was forced upon slaves? Why are we holding so hard on to something that was beat into them? Don't get me wrong. There are some very great things in the Bible. I've actually read the Bible before on several occasions in my quest for who I am and in my quest for what I believe in personally, there are some things in the, in the Bible that I agree with. There are some things in my, in the Bible that I can say are very good things and should be followed by the people that believe in that particular religion but also people in my opinion hang on to the wrong fucking things people cherry pick and they choose what they want to follow in the bible and what they don't want to follow people have all kinds of nerve in the world to call people evil evil spirits say they need to be washed away of their sins and they need to repent and go to the lord and open up a bible and read and all that other stuff And I've said this so many times before and I'm going to keep saying it. But those very same people that want other people to repent and, you know, follow this, you know, strategic thing of not being gay and a man and a woman and this, that and the other and all that other bullshit have premarital sex. They steal. They lie. They cheat on their husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends. They break every commandment they feel like breaking and then pick out the the quote-unquote morally wrong shit in the Bible to throw upon other people and to smack people in the face with and say, fuck you, you're wrong. And then those very same people will say, oh, yeah, I sinned, but, you know, the the Lord is going to forgive me. The one girl actually had the nerve to say that God judges us based off of how we judge others. Wouldn't that make you just as evil as the people that you're judging? If every sin in the Bible is created equally, wouldn't that mean you are also an evil spirit that needs to be exercised and fixed? Or is that just too much for some people to comprehend? But, you know, according to some people, I'm just the witch with no moral compass, with no moral standing at all. I don't believe in Jesus in the way that you believe in Jesus, so ding dong, the witch is dead, right? Well, this was a long one. <laughs> Um <laughs> this was a very interesting way to bring myself back but some things just need to be said. And everybody believes they're right. Controlling men believe they're right. Some women believe they're right. Some men believe they're right. Presidents believe they're right. But who knows? Whenever that day comes, whenever that wonderful judgment day pops up out of the ether, and whoever steps out of that smoke, I guess we'll all find out. So until then, live your life, don't be a fucking asshole, and be happy. This has been a rabbit hole production. Thank you guys so much for uh, taking a listen to the new episode, Um, I promise that if I (laughs) do fall into a wonderful depression again, I will let you all know what's going on uh, by coming on here and pretending like everything is okay. Just joking. Um, I'll record just as distraught as ever. So don't forget, go on the Instagram and on the Facebook. It is The the Vaginal Report um, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, like, subscribe, share so other people can hear what I'm saying too. That would be great. You're awesome. Oh, my God. Have a great day. Have a great week. Um, see you all next week. Peace out.